0: Hello, and welcome to episode 28 of The DX Mentor. We have a special announcement about the CQ Marathon program today, something called the CQ Marathon Challenge. Thank you for joining us. I'm Bill, AJB, The DX Mentor. In this episode, we will receive an update on the CQ Marathon program from the program director, Mark WC3W. He will give us some results from 2023, and then he will announce an addition to the 2024 program. We will also be joined by Joe, W-A-G-E-X. Now, let's tune in and find out what all the excitement is about. Hello and good evening and welcome to this special edition of the uh, DX Mentor Podcast. Uh, We're really excited tonight. We have a a couple of returning guests that uh, is going to give us an update and an announcement on a program that's near and dear to my heart, and that is the uh, CQ Marathon. Uh, It's by far become my favorite uh, passion. Um, And uh, I I explained to Mark um, recently at the end of last year, I had my best number ever. And all of a sudden on January, I realized, oh, there's a couple of things that won't be on next year. What am I going to do? And then by golly, by January 2nd, I picked up five that I hadn't worked last year. So now I'm ready to go again. So (laughs) uh, it's a vicious cycle. It can't be helped. And uh, we want to share some of this excitement tonight. So with me tonight is Joe, W-A-G-E-X. Joe, you doing all right? Yeah, I'm doing fine. Charlie right, and Bill. And we have uh, the special guest is Mark WC3W, who is the program administrator for CQ Marathon. Uh, so, Mark, if you can uh, start off uh, letting us know how you're doing. And how did 2023
1: end up? It it ended up great. And Bill and, and Joe, thank you so much. Uh, I, I appreciate you having me on here. Um, you know, one of my biggest challenges uh, since I took over this program was getting the word out, frankly. Um, I did over 60 Zoom meetings last year. And I'll I'll be honest with you, I'm amazed at how many people have never heard of DX Marathon. And I'm talking about veteran ham radio operators and people that are involved in DXing, you know? And so... um, you know when I sat down and took this program over, and and I I did a I, I did it like a like I was forming a company. I did a vision statement, a mission statement. Um, you know we 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 wrote the, uh, down all the processes and and everything. And my vision was to was to double or triple this program in two to three years, based on my understanding of what I saw out there based on a lot of discussions with K9EL, uh, my predecessor for, for 17 years, literally single-handedly ran this program. Uh, I I thought it was possible, but uh, with a lot of hard work, just like anything else. So to answer your question, how did 2023 go? Uh if I step back one year, uh, the year before I came on, uh, I was about halfway on that year. Between 2021 and 2022, we grew, our program grew. And the way we we measure, we measure our growth in two ways, number of participants and number of Q, total cues those participants produced. That first year between 2021 and 2022, we grow at a 42% uh, year over year rate. Wow. Now. If you look, if you look at uh, the dynamics of why that happened, uh, there was organic growth within the program, but um, I had only spent three or four months, you know, trying to get the word out. John was so involved in administering the program, he had almost no time to get the word out. We had a we had an anomaly back in 21. There was a a group down in Indonesia that uh uh that uh got involved uh, uh, it was a president of a club that got involved and really solicited a lot of hams we had a gigantic increase in participation through that club activity i mean there was hundreds in the club and they that year in 2022 actually won the club uh plaque wow. okay And they didn't win it by a little bit. They won it 49,000 points. Okay. Now you get one point for one country. You get one point for one CQ zone. You can go through your calculations. They literally had hundreds of people that fueled that growth. Why it happened. I have no idea, but somebody a leader down there in a club really caught on to DX marathon. And he did some major recruiting and, and, and organized now, Okay, that's 20, 21 to 22. My expectation, I didn't, I thought that was kind of a binary event. My expectation, and don't ask me how I got it, but I would have been happy with a 2023 growth of 20%. Any Anytime you can grow anything, 20% today, particularly in our hobby, which is literally flat to declining a little bit, I'm a happy camper. Much to my surprise, on January 5th, when all the submissions were in, I was told by Sebastian, KI2D, that, Mark, we have a 50% growth this year in 2023, over 22. And I I literally almost fell off of my chair. I still have not, uh, I will be there, but I don't know exactly where that came from. I don't know if it was pure organic growth. It was if it was through a lot of my Zoom meetings. I know I did 60 Zoom meetings and there was, what, 15 to 20 people in every one of those club meetings. You know, if I hit 20 percent of them, I I have no idea. And I don't know if I'll ever know. But when I look at the data in 2023, I will be able to um, I'll be able to tell sort of where that growth came from. Okay. And, mm-hmm. and and I don't think we had a binary event like we had between 21 and 22. So to answer your question, we had a 50% growth in participants and a 55% growth in number of cues that those participants generated. We had 370,000 cues that I know right now mm-hmm. in 2023. Wow. So I, I just, it's it's really amazing.
0: You know, it's funny what you said about getting the word out, because the way I came upon the program, I was in a secondhand bookstore, and I found a book called A Year of DX by Bob Locker. Bob Lock. And I read it. I've read that book. I read it about every other year. So I've read that book three times, and I feel like I'm sitting there with him. It's so well written. But all of a sudden, it was like, well, I think I can do this. And that's what got me into it was reading that book. So. Um and another thing I always tell people it's a reason to work Germany one more time. You know cuz most of us would have Germany, you know, 5000 times in our logs but I need 5001 now that it's 2024. So wow, that's tremendous. Well done. By the way,
1: Bill, I don't know if you realize, Bill Bill actually has a second edition of that. I have both of them here. He's got two editions. He 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 wrote a second edition to that same book. And so, uh, is it, it the same name? uh you know i don't know exactly
0: i have two of his books but i'll bet the other ones i'll bet it's not the second edition it's probably you're
1: right it's a second it's a different name okay all right so um
0: so um you know you want to talk about maybe some change a, a major change you're about to announce um if this is so growing so quickly and it's such a huge success and 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 i would really concur that it is why do you feel like we should do a variant right now
1: that's a real good question. Uh, I shared a little bit, bit of my philosophy and my business philosophy, which I've I've just carried over to this, and I guess I carry over my life. <clears throat> I think whether you're talking about uh, human personal development, uh, whether you're talking about a company, whether you're talking about a department, whether you're talking about a church, I I have always been of the belief that things don't uh stay stagnant they don't stay where they are most of the time things will either decline or they'll increase okay in whatever you're doing whether it's revenues whether it's profitability whether it's whether it's a church you know it doesn't matter um so i think leadership in any organization needs uh to understand that concept and needs to understand who their customers are and how they keep their customers interested in their product. And I look at all of our participants as my customers. I look at all my participants as people that I'm serving. Okay. And to that extent, um, I want to always look at the product that we're offering them to see if it is adding value to something in their lives that they're doing within amateur radio, And I ask myself that question a lot.
0: Let's take a break to learn about The the Daily DX.
2: Hey, I just poured you a cup of coffee. You look pretty happy. How'd you do? I worked him on the third call. Can you believe it? You worked him on the third call? Seriously? I thought you just had that little pistol station. I
0: do, but I have a secret weapon.
2: A secret weapon? What
0: is it? Information. I knew when they were on the air, their operating habits. Heck, I even knew the equipment they're using. I just had to be there when they came up on the band. I even beat the spotting network.
2: Wow, how'd you manage all that?
0: I get the daily DX from Bernie W3UR. In addition to the weekly and daily bulletins, I also receive special notices when things change in real time. I feel that I'm always on top of every expedition.
2: So now you just need to confirm
0: it, right? Yep, that's it. Bern even helps me with that, giving me QSL routes and QSL managers if they don't use LOTW. The Daily DX is a DX bulletin sent via email to you Monday through Friday. It includes DX news, IOTA news, QSN reports, QSL information, a DX calendar, propagation forecast, and much, much more. With a subscription to the Daily DX, you will also receive DX news flashes and other interesting DX tidbits. Bernie's been an integral part of my confirming over 300 entities and WAZ while operating a modest station.
2: W3UR Bernie is the editor, a member of the DX Honor Roll, a member of the 3000 Challenge Club, as well as the editor of the House DX column in QST. He is uniquely positioned to have his finger on the pulse of the DX community and shares this information weekly. Why not let Bernie be your secret weapon? You can get a free
0: two week trial at www.dailydx.com.
2: Now let's go have that cup of coffee and tune around.
1: Why uh, Why do you think we need to do something different in subsequent years when we've just been through two amazing years and that is uh that is a real excuse me that is a real real good question i'm also so what what i was uh what i was saying is i, uh, um, I i've always have to look at at the product that we're offering to make sure regardless if we're growing. Uh, that it is adding value to the people that are using it, okay? Now, I'm a Midwesterner. I'm from Peoria, Illinois. I'm flyover. So I'm also very conservative, and I have seen many mistakes being made uh, in companies and in churches and everything else where they have got overambitious and made so much changes to their core business that they got themselves in trouble. So uh, between the first year I took this over, between 22 and 23, the first thing, and I talked to John about this, I wanted to definitely do, I said, I do not want to change one thing in our rules. We have to go through a transition where we're going from a one-man operation to five people. And I know from my experience, there's a lot of opportunities for things to slip through the crack. And the worst thing we can do to our customers is come in to this program and bungle it up people will leave like flies and say i don't need to put up They, they got other other things to do with their time so i intentionally didn't change anything in the rules for 2023 literally nothing and i told my people i said look because everybody, all my new people, they had all these ideas. I got a board of directors and they said, oh, Mark, why don't you do this? Why don't you do this? I had ideas. John, K9EL had a whole list. I said, John, what would you do if you if you were going to administer this program for some more years? What would you do? He gave me a list that was like this long. Huh. Great ideas, great ideas. So, So what we're doing, Bill... Joe, is we're we're incrementally changing and, and we did make some changes in 2024. I I clarified the, the category, the category classes because I didn't like that uh one class that had the QRP and formula together. So I got four very clear. I went through all the rules, I tried to clarify them. By the way, we have all the rules translated in 13 languages. I think a lot of the issues that we have sometimes when we score and we find mistakes. You know, two-thirds of our program is international. About a third is U.S. A third is U.S. and Canada, but two-thirds of our participants are all over the world, okay? Just because somebody says they know English doesn't mean they know English, you know? And the rules are not easy to read sometimes, And I mean, if you can give a a, if you can give a station name and a signal report in English doesn't mean that, you know, the English (laughs) (laughs) language. So I I immediately got some wonderful volunteers out in, in our participating group. And I and I asked them if they could translate that in their native language. I still have I still leave it open if somebody wants to bring something in. I'll be happy to post it. So we wanted, I I guess my, the first thing we did in uh, 04 was we tried to continue to simplify our program. One of the assets of our program is it's simple, you know, no QSLs, no multipliers, no verification. We try to keep it simple. That's the first thing. The second thing I did is I I brought in two uh, uh, overlays that I believe represent target growth areas for us, one is youth, and we all we've talked about youth all the time, you know gosh we 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 just need to figure out a way to get new blood in our hobby today, if it's going to survive. we're all getting old, you know and i have a I have a video that shows what's happened in Japan since two thousand, and it's it has about ten countries down the y axis and it it's it they play a little music to it, and it shows the total number of hams. Japan in t- 2000 had 1.6 million ham radio operators. They were number one in the world. You know what they are today? About 350,000. So this, yeah. uh, I, I can send you this video, but it shows it shows how countries are growing or expanding or redo We're holding at about three quarters of a million. And believe it or not, we're we're pretty steady. We're not decreasing. We're not increasing. But you know my philosophy on that. You got to do something to... You know, we need to continue to grow. But so I, I've got the youth. I got the youth. Uh, uh, I, I've got a plaque for the number one youth. And then I, we're going to issue certificates for the number one youth in every continent in the world. I'm trying to pull that through. I've got a YL overlay. We're going to issue a plaque for the number one YL. And I have certificates for the top YL in each one of the continents. Wow. I want to increase participation in those sub, sub-segments. There's some other things I want to do yet that I just might have to wait till 2025. Certain countries in our international sector are severely underrepresented compared to the population of hams. I don't know why. They don't know about it. They're not promoting it or whatever. I've got those targeted. So I'm gonna gonna try to get mentors within these countries, within clubs to help promote it. So that's another thing, but I'm not doing anything. Let's see, that last thing is the challenge, which is really what you ask about. Uh, The challenge, all all of us are familiar with the DX challenge, okay? So uh, this idea was not my idea. This was the idea of two individuals, one of which was Mr. K9EL. John had this vision to do a challenge, but of course he was overwhelmed and he didn't have a way to implement it himself. We have another board member. Uh, We call him Ohms, PY5EG. He is an amazing guy out of uh, Brazil. He's a huge financial supporter of the DX Marathon program. Always has been and continues to be. He called me uh, mid last year and he said, Mark, he said, uh, when Ohms talks, I listen. (laughs) (laughs) He's very a gentle man, and he is uh, very smart, and uh, just 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 the epitome of what I think. Uh, you know, the uh, ham radio operator. He's he's just well versed. He's very very smart guy. But anyway, and he he described his challenge program. He said, "Furthermore, Mark, I'll sponsor I'll sponsor the plaque number one plaque in the runner up, and I'd like you to see if you could do this this year." So I went to work. And we put together a challenge okay and i'll get down to what the challenge is it's really not that complicated what we're doing uh and i i don't know how it's going to come out yet uh i've got about a dozen signups and i'm gonna i'm gonna allow about 75 because again i like to walk before uh i run I, I i like to do things slowly and the other thing is that it could have a major impact on our scoring because Each candidate now who enters the challenge, it's the eight bands between 80 and 10 meters, including the work bands. And instead of, let's say if you are in the marathon and let's say you wanted to put in a single band, 17 meters, okay, you'd have one submission, 17 meters, all modes, and you'd turn it in. The people that sign up for the challenge are going to have eight submissions for each band, 80 through 10, and then we're going to sum all their scores. So I have the potential of adding 75 times eight scores. Right. Uh, so I had to I had to kind of constrain it, and also my Larry Lone, my uh, my uh, my scoring manager said, Mark. I said, we got to be careful, well, this thing could get out of, out of hand out of control." And I, I said, yeah, it could. Uh, but it's it's really focused and I don't know how it's going to turn out yet. <clears> Ohms <throat> uh, and John and a couple other veterans, they they love the marathon, but you know, just like anything else, you do it 10, 15 years, you kind of get bored with it. For some of the real veterans that wanted, and a lot of these veterans who have the mega stations, In the first three months, they got 250 points, 275 points. And then they sit around the rest of the year, you know, kind of saying, what do I do now? The challenge is going to be, I think, for those guys to pick up. Now they've got eight bands to play with to work as many uh, CQDX uh, uh Entities and zones in eight bands. Gotcha. So okay. I think it's going to make them really happy. People so, like Ohms, people like John K9EL, and I can name a, a bunch of other hams who are really veteran DXers. And I think it's going to be kind of like a, a stimulus to their DX. And again, we're serving our customers. These right. veterans, we value them. So you know?
0: so if I if I'm just in the normal marathon. I work Romania once and that counts as Romania and it counts as what are they? 15 zone, 15? zone 15, 15. So that's my two points. And that's it. So that's what, the it. Cha- what the challenge is saying is if I work them, tw- if I work Romania on eight bands, that's 16 points, right? Cause I've got them each time on it and that sure. entity on eight bands. Yes, okay. Sir. Yes, sir. It is interesting because once getting ready for this, I went back and looked at my log for last year and I and I basically work anything I can hear anywhere I can hear it. and I let the software worry about you know whether it's a point or not. I was surprised how many countries I had six or seven times. So, so not certainly not that I would be a, a K nine E L or something, but um, you do end up accumulating a lot of points. So well done. That that sounds exciting.
1: Bill, it's a it's an experiment. Uh, you know we can keep it. Uh, I think we're going to keep it. We'll see how the outcome is. The other thing, and I've had a number of requests on this, and it it's a very legitimate request. Um, uh, this is across all classes. Uh unlimited, limited formula, QRP. I got, believe it or not, I got a couple of QRPs that have already indicated. Now they're they're gonna be at a significant disadvantage, but at least this first year, I'm gonna keep it generic across all and then we'll see how it goes oh, okay. how we can manage it and then may i may divide it then eventually into un, to unlimited limited formula and qrp who knows i don't know oh. i just don't know but i want to mm. i want to try it right now and i want to see how it goes i mm. think it's going to be a lot of fun i really do and and we'll see and and then we will make our decisions three quarters of the way through this year as how we're going to handle, what are we going to do for 2025? Joe, did you have a question? So, so you're going to have uh, 75 players. Am I correct? Uh, Mark? That's correct. We're capping it at a 75. I've asked everybody who is interested to send me a personal email by February 15th.
2: Okay. And that was my next question. How do, how does someone sign up?
1: Send you an email. WC3W. WC3W at dxmarathon.com. It's on the website. And uh just send me an email. Say, hey, I'm in. Now let me let me explain one other thing. If you commit to being in the challenge, you can't you can't com, you can't enter any other category. You can't go single band, you can't do uh, unlimited or whatever. That is your category. Number one. Number two, if you decide to reserve and then you decide you don't want to do it that's okay. And you can still go in and do what you want to do. I'm I'm concerned about the top end. I don't want it to get out of control. If we end up having 60, that's fine. I don't care. Right. I'm protecting myself against a runaway here, you know, because yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I had no idea. I had no expectation as to what what how this was going to be received and it's they're slowly coming in i got about a dozen but i've only had it up for less than a week and we've got till february 15th so some people don't even know about it yet february 15th
2: well that's the reason we're doing this you want them to know about it
1: yeah
0: yeah as soon as i read this i thought what can we do to help get this out so thank you very much you guys so hey if i can make a suggestion on an overlay um podcaster overlay I think Joe and I would prefer that in, uh ah. <laughs> <laughs> okay I might okay. be able I'll finish in the middle of the pack that way
1: otherwise uh <laughs> well, I'll tell you just what I tell everybody that I, I get a lot of emails as you can appreciate and 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 I I I'm a firm believer in my MBA class. I I learned uh, IBM a long time ago. I don't know who their leader was, but 95% of their new product and service innovations come from their customers. And I'm a great believer in that. Not from their R&D, from their customers. And I I never turn down and I always acknowledge anybody that has a suggestion on a program. Uh, I can't say we're gonna do everything, but I, I appreciate people sending me emails and say, hey, have you considered, or would you consider? I love it, and and I've got a special file that I put, you know, a lot of those ideas in. And when once we get through 2023, um, we're gonna we're gonna get onto something else. Which may I mention this also? Please, um,
0: that, my my next is, question was gonna be, you know, what what else this, is coming?
1: This is very important. Uh, I've just commissioned one of our board members to uh, to get all of the 2023 submittals we have had basically the same award structure for 17 consecutive years it hasn't changed our demographics our participation demographics our volume has changed significantly so, what I'm gonna do right after we get through this scoring period, uh, this person is gonna produce a report and take a look at all the demographics that we have, how many people have entered in single band, how many people are in in unlimited, how many people are unlimited, how many youth, how many women, whatever. And we're we're gonna do a full analysis of our award structure and make any necessary changes if we have to. It hasn't been done in 17 years. Again, I don't want to do anything drastic. If anything, I want to increase the awards and the recognition because I'm a, I am know a lot of participants out there work really, really hard on this program, and I want to acknowledge achievements. I really want to acknowledge achievements. It's very important for somebody to have a certificate or a plaque It really, really is. I know how important it is to people. So I want to make sure that we're doing the right thing in terms of our whole award structure. So you may see some changes in 2025 uh, pending that uh, analysis.
2: And now let's have a word from ICOM. Hey, Bill, did you know that this winter, you can make your gatherings merrier, your messages clearer, and your connections stronger with ICOM? Whether inside the ham shack or on the air in the great outdoors, they have the radio that every ham wants. From high-powered base stations and mobiles to compact, travel-friendly handhelds and portables, their radios offer features and functions such as spectrum scope and waterfall displays, D-Star, Sideband, CW, RIDI, AM-FM modes, and more. For the D-Star fans, ICOM's ID5100AD, ID50A, and ID52A are the perfect traveling companions. Bill, why don't you tell us a little bit about the ID5100AD?
0: Sure, Karen. The ID5100AD is innovation and mobility taken to the next level. Designed from user input, the ID5100AD offers an intuitive user interface experience with an industry-leading, Touchscreen display. This radio is one of the most advanced dual band mobiles on the market today. It features intuitive touchscreen operation, integrated GPS receiver, DV DV dual watch, DV FM repeater list operation, and you can even get an optional VS3 Bluetooth headset. Wow, that's pretty impressive. What about the ID52A? Well, the ID52A is a VHF UHF dual bander with D Star and FM dual mode functions. And it's the first handheld amateur radio with full color 2.3 inch waterfall display. This radio supports conventional FM communications and D Star Simplex repeater, regional, and worldwide calls over the D Star Internet Gateway. Along with all that, you get wideband receiver with a guaranteed range of 144 to 148 MHz and 440 to 450 MHz. VV, UU, VU, and dual DV mode integrated GPS GLONASS receiver, including grid square location, and micro USB for data transfer, programming, and charging. The ID52A is a perfect companion to the IC705. Both use compatible batteries and headsets, and you can also use the same Android app for D star operation. Well, that sounds like
2: a pretty good deal, but I, I was also wondering about the ID50A. Well...
0: The ID50A gives hours of fun and enjoyment working your favorite bands. Beginners will love these features. Easy D-Star settings, band scope with waterfall display, voice messaging, share picture function, and it uses the same optional accessories as the ID52A, the ID51A, and
2: the ID31A. Hmm, Very interesting. I was also taking a peek at the IC905. Well, the
0: 905 is specifically detailed for the outdoor ham who loves Pota and Soda activations. Mm. You can explore the world of microwave with ICOM's new SHF portable, the IC905. This all-mode rig covers 2 meters, 70 centimeters, 1.2 gig, 2.4 gig, 5.6 gig bands, and with the optional CX10G transverter, you can even cover 10 gigahertz. All of this comes with a large 4.3-inch touchscreen color display, Real-time high-speed spectrum scope and waterfall display, easy digital mode settings, high-performance GPS antenna which is supplied, and full D-Star functionality in DVDD mode. You can aim higher by entering the world of SHF with the IC905.
2: Well, I also noticed that the IC7300 is one of the top choices. Maybe you better fill me in a little bit more about that option.
0: Well, the IC7300 is the rig I told you. I don't think a day goes by and I haven't worked somebody that's using an IC7300. It's the high-performance innovative HF transceiver with a compact design that will far exceed expectations. This is an innovative HF transceiver that digitizes RF before various receiver stages, reducing the generated inherent noise in different IF stages. This is the radio that changed the way entry-level HF is designed. And that was because of several things a large 4.3 inch touchscreen color display, real time spectrum scope, and 15 discrete bandpass filters. The real HF fun starts here with the IC7300.
2: Well, and I, I took a peek and saw for the mobile and outdoors enthusiasts, the IC7100 seems to be ready for the road. You know, it is. And for the mobile and outdoor aficionado,
0: the IC7100 is road ready. Communicate with the touch of a finger. This compact base station is an ideal D-Star option to keep you connected anywhere. It features angled control head and touchscreen for quick, intuitive operation, large internal speaker for clear digital audio, one-touch selection, and it covers the HF 50 MHz, 144, 430, and 440 MHz multibands on all modes. And I can tell you, after earning my mobile DXCC, all of these features are huge.
2: Well... If anybody is interested in more details, please check the show notes for links to your favorite products, either at home or wherever you roam. Happy New Year from ICOM. For the the love love of of ham radio. Radio.
1: You know, there's two people. There's two mega. If you look from the 30,000 foot level in our program there's two classes of people that participate okay there's people that do it for the competition you know and there's people to do it just to self-evaluate themselves I'll be honest with you I'm a very competitive person I've gone for the goal I've competed in athletics everything I do I go for the gold but what as long as I've been in DX Marathon seven years I think it was my first year seven years ago I didn't want another plaque and I didn't want another certificate. I used to work for a guy that told me a long time, I of the smartest guys I ever worked for. He said, Mark, he says, if you can't measure something, it ain't worth doing. I like to, I like a metric to tell me how I was doing from one year to the next, to the next on my DX activity. It tells me how serious I am, how often I'm at, how am I upgrading my equipment, my stations, if I do, I love CW. It's my it's my favorite operating mode. You know how are my skills doing in that area? It just it's the totality of how you're doing chasing DX. And and I, arg- I argue in a lot of my presentations. You know, ham radio is DX. It's the reason I got into it. There's 2.75 million hams around the world. I don't know how many are in DX, but I'll bet 50 percent are or more. <laughs> I mean, it's really the it's really the reason for. I mean um so so i do it and so those are the two classes and i recognize that very much and i'm very sensitive to the competitors because many times like wait i mean this year the top 10 guys are separated by maybe five points it's incredible how keen the competition is i respect those guys they take this seriously but i also respect the people that are in it for the fun and for the self-improvement and I got to make sure that I recognize both groups, people who are achieving in both groups. Well done. Mm.
0: I, I know one thing I'm looking forward to is that, you know, for years, the submission process would be, you know, you'd fill out maybe a spreadsheet and you send it in. And then several years ago, I used DX Lab. So several years ago, uh, Dave, and I am absolutely at a loss for his call. Is it A 6 yq AA6YQ. Yeah. So Dave put together, you know, a push button. So basically that comes out. So I submitted that. Well, one year, I had the wrong zone in there, so I got docked a point. But I had to go through all that data by hand just to find that EA6 is not in zone 18, it's in 50. So this year, that application you guys came up with for me to go in and actually edit my submission, brilliant. And because I am software-natured guy, I tried to break it, and I couldn't break it. And the Thank help you. files were there. And it, it was really well done. So if the rest of what you're putting together is on par with that, I'm, I'm excited.
1: Let me say one thing here. And by and large, the submission tool, I believe, is a, is a brilliant idea. It wasn't my idea. Again, it, basically, Larry and Sebastian, my two really IT people, uh, we were dealing with an Excel spreadsheet. You know, Excel, Excel spreadsheets are uh, 25, 20 years old. It was developed in 2003. You're a software guy, you know that. And it was an unnecessary step, okay? And they said, and John, K9EL was a huge proponent of this. So I had three very, very expert guys. I'm not a software guy. I'm an engineer, but I'm not a software guy. So they said, this is what we want to do with our submission tool. And i won't go through the details, but let me make one statement here for those people that might be listening that are concerned. You will, we have streamlined the submission tool. By the way, we beta we started beta testing this. I sent it out to 100 people before Thanksgiving. I sent it out to another tranche after that and the the feedback we were getting was incredible. They said this is beautiful. Beautiful. And you know, we had all the submissions, we had one little hiccup, but we fixed it right away. The submissions have been amazing. All 50% more. It's amazing, okay? But what I want to say is you're going to be able to, uh, to uh, uh, in about a week, we're going to put a spreadsheet up. It'll be obtainable. And for people that were used to using a spreadsheet, uh, you can still use a spreadsheet and you will still be able to submit through a spreadsheet. If you want to use an ADA file, you can do that too. But we're not we're not eliminating the spreadsheet and we're not eliminating it. If, if we, I know people like to print it out. They like to keep it on their desk. They like to manually keep track. You're going to be able to do that. It should be up by the end of this week on our website. So, uh, you know, we're not changing anything radically. Uh, we're simple. We're trying to simplify it, make less steps in it. Now, having said all this, you still got to realize that there is one and only one person that is responsible for the integrity and the quality of your log, and that is the operator. Our software is not gonna go in and do checking on zones and all that stuff. That's your responsibility, and our software will probably never do that, okay? So we do encourage everybody to carefully check it. Sebastian's tool has made it a lot easier to do that, as you just stated. It makes it easier. If you're not comfortable with one entity, you know, and you've got 10 entities there and you have a, you have an LOTW confirmation on one of them, throw it in there, man. You've got, you've got, you you know that one's not going to be bumped. you got, you've got a lock on it, you know. It's going to give you that choice, okay? The other thing I want to say is I have a full-time guy, K2CIB, John Samuels. He happens to be my partner in our remote, my remote station down here. He literally spends hundreds of hours a year in the helpful hints on our website. We have pirate calls, we have broken calls, we have missed spots, we have de-expeditions, when they started, when they end. There is so much information on our website, but it's incumbent on the users to use it. We're, we're not gonna, we're not incorporating that into software and purify your logs for you. It's your responsibility as participants to use those tools to make your log clean And by the way, with the new submission tool, you can submit in July if you want, in July. And then you can submit in August. And then you can, can, every time you submit, you can refine until the final, 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 because the last one is the only one that's gonna retain. Okay, before you couldn't do that. You had to wait until January 1st and you had five days to do it. With this new submission tool, there's no rush. There's no rush whatsoever.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I appreciated that. Let's pause for a minute to hear from one of our great sponsors. You know, I've been talking about DX engineering for quite a while, and I thought it would be better to have someone who uh, is an avid user and appreciates all that DX engineering does and Tim Duffy does for the ham community. So, here's Paul N6PSE as he's preparing um, for his H40 uh, Whiskey Alpha DX expedition. You know, there's some really terrific organizations and companies out there that sponsor our expeditions that really, really bolster our abilities and really add to that success factor. Uh, Tim Duffy and the great folks at DX Engineering are second to none, um, just amazing people. And when we contact them, uh, they are very generous and really help us a lot. Thanks Paul for your honest reflection on DX engineering and how they affect the ham community and good luck on your upcoming H40 Whiskey Alpha DX expedition. So to kind of summarize the if if you want to participate in the classic CQ marathon nothing's changed just get in there go after it but if you want you can pursue something called the uh CQ marathon and I'm drawing a blank. The challenge. I'm sorry, that's right. The CQ Marathon Challenge, uh, which then is a compilation of CQ Marathon for eight bands, basically. Yeah. And they can do that by sending you an email, right, and say, I want to participate in this. And that's wc3w at cqmarathon.com, right?
1: Uh, dxmarathon.com. I'm sorry,
0: dq, uh, DXMarathon.com. And I will put that in the show notes, Thank um, you. and uh, and see how that goes. It's the first 75, it's an experiment.
1: But we're excited about it. Thank you. We are too. Uh, we'll see how it goes. And uh, you know, if you're new to the program, I wouldn't, I really wouldn't uh I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily push you to go into the challenge the first year. You ought to get used to the dynamics of the program. So go into the unlimited or go into the single band or go into the single mode. You know, we have awards for top worldwide, top digital, top uh phone, top CW. Uh, you know pick something you really really like those two slides I show in my presentation I always challenge people I said if you've got a radio and you got an antenna and you got a license I defy you to tell me if I haven't slotted where you are you know either in terms of your your resources in terms of your uh, equipment your antennas and whatever and your likes and your likes you like digital we have people that do nothing but digital okay mm-hmm. we gotta be my my friend down here, the guy I mentioned, uh, 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 you know that where I met uh, John K9E L at 82 years old. He's he he won't touch FT8. He loves CW. He got into the program. He scored 319 on CW, and he won the he won number one in the world. Wow! <laughs> so whatever you whatever you like to do, I think you can pick something in the marathon program and just go do it and have fun. And what is the website where they can get all this information? www.dxmarathon.com. And if they
0: have any questions about any part, not just what we talked about tonight, but any, you're okay if they
1: drop you a note. Absolutely. We also have a group IO. If you go on group IO, dxmarathon.com. When I started this year, you'll appreciate this, Bill. I had hundred, about 100 participants. We got 475 now. Wow. And that's still only 25% of our total. Prote- I want to get it even higher because then you got all your members talking to each other and questions asked. And it's a wonderful forum to just chat or say, Hey, I worked this guy. Is this a legitimate call? Chances are somebody else has worked him. And they say, Oh, yeah, I've confirmed it. He's re or I, you know, I got a LOTW confirmation or what. It's a great way to talk among participants. Wonderful. Joe, did I miss anything? No, so far both of you are doing great. Thank you. <laughs> Coming from you, that means a lot, buddy.
0: It, it does actually. So, <laughs> yes. well, I, Mark, I appreciate your time, and uh, we're gonna get this out and spread the news. And 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 good luck to you, man. Oh man, you are just you're going. I just love the the passion, the excitement, and uh, anytime somebody wraps their arms around something, would run with it. I just I respect that. I enjoy watching it. So
1: good yeah. luck to you. Thank you. Awesome. This is a wonderful hobby and and what this program is all about. And I have to remind my my, my staff, you know, we're here to have fun. That's all we're here to yes. do. We're here to have fun and we're here to make it fun for those people participating. That's all. Yeah. Awesome. Congratulations, Mark. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Bill. Thank you for this time. I really appreciate it. All right. Everybody That's stay well. warm.
0: Thanks again. Okay.
1: Are you excited? I am. Whether or
0: not you're a contester, if you're on the air, you're already doing what is needed to participate. So why not track your progress and turn the results in at the end of the year? Thank you for joining me on this edition of the DX Mentor. I would also like to thank our sponsors, ICOM America, The Daily DX, DX Engineering, and the Southwest Ohio DX Association. You won't find anyone more committed to DX than these sponsors. I would especially like to thank our gurus on this podcast, Mark wc3w and joe w-a-g-e-x i would love to have your feedback answer your questions and provide help with any dx or amateur radio issues that you may have if you need clarification on something or you just have a question email me at the at gmail.com you can also drop me a line if you've achieved an all-time new one receive recognition or you have a dx event that you would like us to mention we would be happy to do that and finally if you liked what you heard Please hit the like button and subscribe so others can enjoy each episode and you won't miss the next one. 7-3 for now and thanks to my XYL Karen for her love and support.